0: It was a warm, sunny August day as Richard Milhouse Nixon, 37th President of the United States of America, walked across the verdant green lawn of the White House grounds toward the waiting helicopter. He walked hand-in-hand with his wife, Pat, and was accompanied by his vice-president, Gerald Ford, and his wife, Betty. News crews and American citizens had gathered on the southern lawns of the White House, crowding behind the metal barricades, to witness what was happening. Richard Milhouse Nixon was about to make history. It was not the first time he would make a historic decision for the nation. As the United States plowed its way through the depths of the Cold War, many of the decisions he had made had been momentous. He had navigated the United States through the end of its longest conflict, the Vietnam War, promising Americans that there would be peace with honor. He had traveled to China and met with the communist leader of that nation, re-establishing the diplomatic ties that had been severed when that country succumbed to its communist revolution. Domestically, there had been countless programs and initiatives developed by Richard Nixon. Despite his numerous contributions as president, however, none would be as earth-shaking as this walk across the southern lawn of the White House. As they walked to the waiting helicopter, a spattering of applause broke out, but it fell on deaf ears. Nixon was engaged in conversation with his vice-president, who was walking on the other side of the two women. Cameras whirred and pivoted, capturing every second of this monumental historical occasion. Beside Marine One, and stationed along the barricades holding back the press of people, stood military guards and members of the Secret Service. The history of Kennedy's assassination, though it had occurred over a decade before, was still fresh. An assassination on this day would be the last thing the country needed. For years, the government of the United States had increasingly come under attack. The majority of the American population had questioned the justification for the war in Vietnam. They did not appreciate the government's rationale for sending American boys to die halfway around the world. Communists in Vietnam had absolutely nothing to do with them. The Cold War itself was a subject of mixed sentiment. The United States had dramatically increased defense spending following World War II. The nation, traditionally an isolationist one, had begun to interject itself into countless foreign affairs. As tensions between the United States and the Soviet Union increased, the world was increasingly pushed to the precipice of annihilation. Nearly thirty years had elapsed since the end of World War II. The patriotism that the people once felt was but a distant memory and the current situation in Washington, D.C., was only making it worse. Richard Melhouse Nixon, the 37th President of the United States, was walking across the lawn of the White House for the last time as President. For him, and for the nation, the past couple of months had been filled with scandalous allegations. Unfortunately, most of them had been based on fact. Nixon had clawed his way tooth and nail to the highest political position in the United States— He was a consummate politician. It was an image he had cultivated throughout his life. Then, in the wake of one poor decision, the world he had built for himself had begun crumbling around him. Because he was the leader of the free world, his fall didn't just affect him. It was another black eye for a nation that was still reeling from the war in Vietnam. As he arrived at the helicopter, he allowed Pat to climb in while he paused. He reached over and shook Gerald Ford's hand in a symbolic passing of the torch of presidential authority. More applause sounded from the crowd. Nixon wasn't sure if it was applause by those who supported his action or if it was applause from people who were happy to see him leaving. He slowly mounted the steps into the helicopter and then turned to face the crowd. In one of America's most iconic moments, Nixon raised his hand above his head in a large gesture of farewell. It was a broad sweeping wave which caused the crowd to erupt into thunderous applause. He continued waving, but his wave turned into his characteristic peace signs. They had become his motto during his presidential campaign, and they had become his signature at official events. Now they would forever be etched in the mind of the American people as the image was caught on tape.